Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome into the Wolverine Recruiting Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Ritchie, as always, joined by Michigan insider EJ Holland, here to discuss the top storylines in Michigan football recruiting. And of course, there's none bigger to start with EJ than five star quarterback target Dante Moore recently made a visit to Ann Arbor, and I know you've had a chance to kind of communicate with him throughout that process, right? So what should uh, people kind of know walking away from all of that? Yeah, obviously getting Dante Moore back on campus again this offseason is a huge storyline. I think <clears throat> this visit was more so, you know, well, Dante's been to Michigan a hundred times, literally. I mean, he used to go to academic camp there, he used to spend his summers there. Um, there isn't much else Dante can see from campus facility things like that and then he got to do a photo shoot and he got to walk around and go to the baseball game and things like that but i think the biggest part of this visit was, was kind of two-parter one he got to spend individual time with co-offensive coordinator matt weiss and dante will be the first one to tell you that his relationship with weiss wasn't necessarily great to begin with uh weiss is kind of uh more of an analytical type of guy he's very focused on, on the game of football. So he he's never really had to recruit in the past. He came from the NFL. So he's always been so uh, data-driven, so sport-driven that I don't think that relationship building comes second nature. So I think this was a good time for Dante and Weiss to really mesh well to get together, to get to know each other on a personal level. Dante said one of the highlights of the trip 
uh, with some advice he got from Weiss about going through some adversity that he's dealing with right now. So I think it was good for them to, to click together um, and to get fellow co-offensive coordinator Sharon Moore involved as well. Uh, Moore hasn't played a big piece in this recruitment. Obviously, he just coached offensive line last year. Uh, this year, he has an expanded role in the offense as with that co-C title. So he got to sit down with Weiss in that meeting with Dante. So that was, uh, I thought that went really well. I think uh, Dante will be also be the first one to tell you that his relationship with Weiss has improved over the last uh, couple of months. So I think that's moving in the right direction. And then the second piece of it uh, was Dante got to spend quality individual time with Donovan Edwards and Samaj Morgan. Um, Samaj Morgan, Michigan's wide receiver commit, who plays on the same seven-on-seven team as Dante. And then Donovan Edwards, who uh, was the top prospect in the state of Michigan a couple of cycles ago, obviously set to be uh, a star in Michigan's backfield this year. Um, but with Donovan, you know, it was kind of interesting how his recruitment played out uh, for Michigan fans that remember Donovan was very high on Ohio State. He was very high on Georgia. He looked at both of those programs hard. He didn't even make a decision. You know, I feel like Michigan fans have this false sense of remembrance like they remember Donovan being this class leader and he didn't even commit until the last day possible he committed to Michigan and signed with Michigan during the early signing period he I think towards the end of the process it was pretty evident that he was going to end up at Michigan but he didn't sign and he didn't make any type of commitment until that last day I think Donovan can give a good perspective on being the in-state guy uh, having those big profile options further away from home and then deciding to go ahead and stay home and be the hometown hero, as Donovan likes to say. So I think spending time with him, hearing his advice on the recruiting process, why he picked Michigan, was definitely invaluable. Him, Samaj, and Dante got a chance to go out axe throwing and just more of a relaxed setting. So I thought it was a, a good visit for them to just hang out for him to hang out with Donovan and Samaj for him to hang out with Weiss and more. It was Harbaugh wasn't even on campus. So it was more just everybody getting to hang out and building those personal connections. And uh, I think Dante will be back on campus here in June. So I think that'll be more of the opportunity for, for him to meet with Jim Harbaugh. But this wasn't exactly Michigan rolling out the red carpet for Dante Moore at this point yet. Now, I think a lot of people expected that. Like a right. lot of people were like, oh, Dante's coming in for an unofficial. They must be, you know, treating this like an official visit. And that's not necessarily how it played out. Obviously, I just kind of gave a, a recap. I think that'll happen, you know, maybe later on in the summer. But Dante is comfortable taking this all the way to August and maybe beyond that. So I think Michigan's kind of finding the right approach every month and they've gotten him on campus every month. So I think that the longer get this goes, the better for Michigan. And the other thing to note with that is other schools are going to start to take quarterbacks. You're going to start to see quarterback dominoes fall. Not everybody is going to wait for Dante Moore to make a decision. Michigan will always wait for Dante Moore to make a decision. Another development I wanted to bring up was that a four-star Notre Dame safety commit Peyton Bowen is now expected to make a visit to Michigan. And I saw earlier this week you posted about, of course, the, the push that Coach Clink is making there, but also 
um, Jim Harbaugh showing off his chicken coop, if I read that correctly, EJ. <laughs> That's true. That's true. So Harbaugh has uh, done this the last, uh, I think, cycle and a half, two cycles, where he likes to show off his chicken coop and his, his I guess, farmer lifestyle away from football, which usually plays well. I mean, who isn't surprised to see chickens over FaceTime? So you think it's an effective tactic there? I think it loosens things up. I mean, if I were a recruit and Harbaugh showed me some chickens, first of all, he's already a weird guy. So, I mean, if he's showing me some chickens, I'm sure it's, uh, it makes for some interesting conversations. Yeah, but what uh, what should people expect as far as, obviously, Notre Dame commit here, but with him making a visit, kind of where does his recruitment stand? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Peyton Bowen, a top 100 defensive back from the state of Texas. Uh, I had a chance to spend some time with Peyton during my recent trip to Dallas. And uh, obviously, he's very open to leaving the region, which is why he committed to Notre Dame in the first place. But I think there's always been something there where he's wanted to explore other options. He's made... um, a couple of other visits of regional schools like Texas A&M and Oklahoma remain involved. But I think the interesting thing about Michigan is it offers him kind of what he's looking for, uh, high-level academics, a chance to play further away from home, and a rich football tradition. Those are some of the big factors uh, in terms of why he committed to, to Notre Dame. But I, I've always said, you know, having spent a little bit of time on the Notre Dame beat, that Michigan just – it seems more fun. Like there's just something, you know, about Ann Arbor that's definitely more fun than, than dreary South Bend and Jim Harbaugh, obviously, like we said, showing off his chicken coops. And then this staff is all, you know, they're all Michigan guys. They're all energetic. They all love the program. You know, Clink's not a Michigan alum, like, like uh, Ron Bellamy or Grant Newsom, but I think he brings that same type of energy. He knows how to connect with kids and he, he loves being at Michigan. And you can see that uh, with, with the way he recruits guys. And I, I just think this staff is a little more uh, seasoned, you know, Marcus Freeman's in his first year, even though he's a really uh, good recruiter, but I, I would take Clink over O'Leary who's recruiting him at Notre Dame, you know, O'Leary, um, is actually the uh, grad assistant for Michigan defensive coordinator, Jesse Minter. So a little bit of a rivalry there, but I I think Clink has proven himself on the trail uh, many times, whether it was his first cycle at Michigan or uh, just the job he did pulling uh, high level kids at Kentucky. I think that Clink has done a tremendous job of getting Michigan really, really involved here. I think we've written about Peyton Bowen before and Michigan fans have kind of shrugged it off. Like, all right, top 100 kid from Texas. That's an early commit to Notre Dame. Not much to get excited about there, but now that he's actually scheduled to make an official visit and not just on any weekend on Victor's weekend, I think that that gives a little bit of optimism. Uh, So it's definitely something to watch. Bowen has been, the top guy on Michigan safety board, I think there is a chance that they could flip him. I mean, he's open. He's looking at other schools. I mean, he's officially visiting Michigan and Notre Dame's tried to do that weird thing where they stop commits from making visits. So it'll be interesting to see how things 
kind of play out. But uh, I mean, it worked out fine for Michigan last cycle. Uh, Clemson had a no visit policy and uh, the Wolverines were able to flip uh, Keon Saab late in the process. So I think uh, I think they'll have a shot here with Bo. Just know you're uh, you're asking for it when it comes to the uh, Irish trolls after what you just said in that statement. But uh, oh, lastly, yeah. every day, man, <laughs> right? We, we don't go a day without them. The next space, just be ready for it. But uh, I, I know Michigan's about to make a number of satellite camps here in the near future across the nation. And uh, if you can just kind of explain exactly what those are for people that may not know, and uh, kind of what you can tell us about where Michigan and the staff are headed next. Yeah, so satellite camps have been pretty controversial. I mean, Jim Harbaugh was kind of the king of satellite camps early on, way back when I was still uh, covering Texas like eight years ago. But I think with uh, with satellite camps in general, usually what Michigan does is they'll partner with an FCS school or a, a lower level G5 school, and they'll have mega camps where it won't just be Michigan, it'll be Michigan you know, Florida, Georgia, you know, Michigan State, Ohio State, whoever, you know, bigger programs uh, partner with these schools and they have kind of mega camps and that gives staffs an opportunity to evaluate a lot of talent in a specific region, but also it attracts more kids for the the smaller schools to see as well. You know, if you're a kid and you know Michigan's going to be, you know, at FCS school, then you'll go camp. You're more likely to go camp at the FCS school. So I think it's more exposure for those programs. I think it's, you know, mutually beneficial for everybody involved. Um, but I think the biggest, the, the biggest thing with these camps are one, well, Michigan gets to go around and they get to show face in these regions and keep, keep developing relationships in those regions with high school coaches and with underclassmen. Um, and then two, usually high profile targets that are in that region, you know, show up and they might work out, they might not, but it gives them face time with the coaching staff. So just added face time, you know, a lot of these kids can't visit Michigan all the time, you know, if they're out of region. So uh, I think Michigan's doing a great job of setting camps around the country. They're still finalizing their schedule, but um, you know, they have some local ones. They'll be at Ferris State. They'll be at Wayne State. So in the state of Michigan, um, but they'll also be going nationally. They're going down to uh, Miami to, to camp with Florida International. And that'll be big. Miami, obviously home to two priority targets this cycle and five star wide receiver Jalen Brown and top 100 cornerback Daniel Harris. Harris just sent an official visit to Michigan. Uh, this week for June 3rd and, and Brown being a high priority target. They're going to Western Oregon. So they'll camp with them. And, um, you know, that the Pacific Northwest has a lot of targets. So, you know, specifically in Oregon, you have one of the country's top tight ends in Riley Williams. Um, you in the Pacific Northwest overall, you have uh, offensive line target, Landon Hatchet, tight end target, Kate Eldred. So Michigan's you know, throwing some resources out there. There, I know they have camps throughout California, both in Southern California, in Northern California. Uh, they have plenty of camps down in the Southeast, two in Atlanta, where they have running back commit uh, Benjamin Hall. They have one down at South Alabama, which Trevor will be at. So, you know, they're they're in the Northeast as well. So they're they're basically everywhere you can be. Like I said, it's more so to show face, build relationships, and maybe see some top, uh, top targets along the way. And is that normal, EJ, for a school like Michigan to to go to as many of those? Yeah, I mean, last year, uh, last year's satellite camp tour saw the staff go, go all over the country. Jim Harbaugh 
specifically from what I remember, went to Memphis, Nashville, um, Seattle. Uh, I know he did a couple of those uh, local camps as well. So, yeah, I mean, Michigan likes to hit it hard. I mean, Jim Harwell loves satellite camps. He likes to get out on the road. And that's the thing with the the spring evaluation period ending here. Uh, you know, head coaches weren't allowed to go on the road. So now that summer satellite camp season is here, head coaches have, I believe it's like 10 days. I could be wrong there where they can actually go out and get to different camps and see kids. And I know hardball, not just from a recruiting standpoint, he just loves being around football. He loves being around kids. So I think he really values uh, hitting and hitting the road in the summer. He's a football guy, as they say. Um, but EJ, we appreciate the insight as always. Is there anything else you want to uh, touch on before we get out of here? Well, as always, subscribe to the Wolverine one dollar one year. I always give you the chance to bounce that one time before it comes back to me. So I can say you guys know the drill one dollar for one year on the Wolverine. Don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, share. Go blue. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.